You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our Your Story Travel colleagues, Miranda and Gina. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 562, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So we are fresh back from our trip to Orlando. It was amazing. Um, I do think that Disney's being honest about the 25%. I just think that they weren't completely filled 25% up until the last maybe month or so. Uh, but if you just do what we did, and that was if we saw a large crowd, we just went another direction. And then that seemed to be helpful, especially, um, I don't know if any of you listened to the pop-ups yet, but Friday show was all about pop-ups of when we were gone. And we talked about when we got to Animal Kingdom, we saw the herds, and I do mean herds of people, going towards Pandora. So we went the opposite direction. And because of that, we were the only ones on the dinosaur ride and it was pretty amazing. And then we were the only ones over in the dinosaur area other than the cast members. And then we sadly walked by Finding Nemo because, well, we'll talk about that more later. And then um, when we went on the bridge, the photographer was so bored, he gave us a ho- our own photo shoot. We got our own pictures together, Brad and I, and then Ange and Mike got their pictures together, and then all four of us got to be together. So that guy was having a blast. And we got that a lot while we were on this trip. And I don't know if it's because like last week we talked about the magic photo pass thing. So I I wasn't sure about that at all, if that is why they were doing it or whatever, but Disney was being super safe. I never felt unsafe at all. Um, I felt like they were really taking everything seriously and making sure that people were doing what they were supposed to be. And if they weren't in a relaxation area, they were on top of it. Now I did see some kids that I know for a fact were older than two years old walking around without a mask but somebody finally did hit them up and say where's this child's mask because i know for a fact this kid had to been close to kindergarten and they were just letting him run around and he didn't have a mask on and i'm like dude so then the next time we saw this family because we kept seeing him a lot he had a mask but then he had it down here and a cast member told him you know under his chin and so they had him pull it up so that made me feel good the relaxation stations are amazing um the one at tomorrowland terrace is huge because if you think about it that's where they have the dessert parties for fireworks and stuff and they were really social distanced they did close an hour before the park did which i was glad that they told us that but it was nice because it was that gave us like 45 minutes to chill out and kind of talk about the day i think we even did some pop-ups in there um because we were trying to do them in the line and then the ambient noise after a while it kind of ruins it for everybody i know you want to hear the background noises but you want to be able to hear the sounds of the ride not you know what I'm saying? Like, not the sounds of 
people yelling at their children or whatever else we were doing while we were in the mine. <laughs> um, and then we used the pizza safari one. It was also very nice. It was outside, but they also had it inside. I didn't realize pizza safari was not open. And so you could go inside there too in social distance with air conditioning if you wanted to. But it was a pretty nice day, even though it was hot. So if you saw me, I look like a melted snow cone sometimes. Um, but yeah. It was very, very nice. I do wish you guys were there and I hope you had fun looking at pictures. I'm actually not done. I have tons more to do. But um, if listeners are going and they have the magic um, or the picture pass, the memory maker, I would totally take advantage. The photographers have been amazing. Not that they weren't before, but I feel like they were trying to make sure we got our money's worth and we got a magic shot at every section we stopped at. They did at least one magic shot. And so... How many know. pictures did you end up with this time? I didn't count them. I, I should ask Brad. They were taking tons of shots. Like they were doing cutesy ones because they realized we were there as couples. And it was just funny. But I just felt like they were going above and beyond what they normally do. So definitely try that out. Well, it seems like before when the parks were normal, it was like they were always rushed because there was always a line behind you, you know? Right. It's like they didn't get to take the time. When they first started with the photo pass, it was amazing. It was just like that. We got so many shots of like, okay, well, do you want it just you? Turn this way, turn that way. So while Vicky was gone, she saw the scrims around It's a Small World in the Magic Kingdom. They're preparing for the 50th birthday celebration, which is super exciting. It's really well hidden from the public right now, but it still looks very festive. This week, the media spotted work being done on the roof. There are turrets that are visible on the roof, but the refurbishment is not yet complete. And then this week, the Jungle Cruise converted to the Jingle Cruise for the upcoming holiday season. The boats have been renamed for the holidays and the cast members have some seasonal jokes for the um, for the ride as well as the queue was decorated with candy canes and ornaments, pine swag and more. So gives a little extra festive kick to the traditional Jungle Cruise ride that we all love so much. I think I prefer the Jingle Cruise over the normal. I like them both, but yeah, I see what you're saying. And the thing with the small world, Brad thought it was a new ride. And I was like, no, remember we told you they were refurbing it, but it did. It looked real fresh and pat, like, you know how Disney does it. It always looks amazing. And so it looked like they were putting it in a tent, like a festive tent, but it was all the colors of small world. And it was just really pretty. It was well, it was well done. It wasn't like the walls at Epcot. This week, there were more photos released of Kindy, the Rhino's new baby, Rhino at Animal Kingdom. Uh, They have yet to name this Rhino, but he is sure cute. Vicky was able to see the baby Rhino with Kindy when she rode the train at Animal Kingdom on the way to Rafiki's Planet Watch. She said it was adorable and a lot smaller than he appears in the pictures. It will still be a few weeks before the new Rhino joins the rest of the Rhinos. The Christmas decorations have arrived at Magic Kingdom, as if Tinkerbell herself waved her wand on Sunday, November 1st. The tree was on Main Street waiting to greet the guests as they arrived at the park. Since there were minimal Halloween decorations, the cast members were able to take the Mickey wreath down and get some Christmas up. So the guests were greeted with decorations as soon as they arrived at Magic Kingdom on Sunday. Now they are not finished, 
the cast members will be completing the decorating in the next week. Yeah, I was very disappointed. I did not wake up on my birthday at Disney and see the Christmas decoration. I'm sorry. Um, Vicky, rewind. You got to see the baby rhino? So, um, you know the little train, and I can't think of the name of it, something express, of course, that you take to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, look in these windows, and you might get a peek at the new baby rhino. And the first couple windows we saw were completely black. We're like, we're not going to be able to see anything. But they had the window open, so you could see the baby by the mama. And when Nick sent us that picture from him and Tim, the baby looked pretty large. But when we saw the baby laying next to the mom, it just looked like hmm, a medium-sized dog. Like the picture that he sent, I was like, that poor mom rhino. Because right. he was just he was so huge. <laughs> it was and probably because it was close up. So close maybe up. So. Yeah. Well, then they posted some pictures yesterday of the baby rhino. Apparently they caught an action shot where it was like leaping or something. Aww. And it looked pretty big in that picture too. But we saw it from the train and it looked pretty cool. That was the best part of that train. It was probably good that we didn't, or we did, we would talk about that. I think we did talk about it on the pop-ups. I'll let you guys listen, because uh, that was my idea to go to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and maybe not one of my best ideas on this trip. <laughs> the, the, the rhino was the good part. <laughs> so there are some changes coming to the boarding group situation for Rise of the Resistance. Disney has made some changes as to how and where you get a spot on the ride of the resistance so right now you have to have a valid ticket to get a boarding group to ride you have to have the hollywood studios reservation park pass and you have to have entered the gates of the park at 10 a.m you try to grab boarding pass through my Disney experience then you have another chance at 2 p.m to try for a boarding pass starting tuesday november 3rd disney has changed this you will still need a valid ticket and reservation to hollywood studios However, you can start trying to get your boarding pass starting at 7 a.m. on the day you're set to be in Hollywood Studios from outside the park's entrance. The 2 p.m. slot will only be available to those inside of the park. Disney is hoping to deplete the large crowds before the park opens and right as the park opens, which has made social distancing difficult. Now that uh, meeting that I went to with the Disney rep, um the other day was talking about this and he said that when you are in your resort room as long as you're you know going to be going to the park within you know so many minutes or whatever you can actually get on the app and get your reservation before you even leave your resort you don't even have to be at the park entrance or anything i actually did uh watch that on a video late last night but i had already sent you guys all notes and stuff and i was like should i change it but if you heard that too yeah, but we all know from a Disney rep. He actually said it. I but just hope he, said it he does. didn't recommend it versus because what if you get the very first boarding pass and this is you're true. not you're not going to be there. That's probably why the thing that I read said you should do it right outside the gates. Right, but seven a.m. is awesome. Um, now you're going to have people getting there at six a.m. So that the first ones to log on at seven a.m. There's always there's always a thing, but. Uh, I was really glad I I haven't talked to Betsy, but I wanted to tell her thank you for suggesting maybe I think about going to Epcot because Rise of the Resistance was down the day that we would have been there. And so we wouldn't have got to ride it anyway, which would have really frustrated me. Um, And I'm sure it frustrated the people that were in the park, but I feel like we made a smart choice going to Epcot. 
So I um, am bringing the sad news. I'm not saying it's the only sad news we had this week, but it happened and I wanted to make sure that I didn't uh, make you guys deliver it. I honestly cried when I heard this news uh, last week, and that is they've let go of some more, or they've made more cuts at the Disney parks. And some of these things are, I won't say the reason I go to Disney World, but they were a huge part of every trip. They were things that we always did. Um, they cut the citizens of Hollywood at Hollywood Studios. They cut the actors that come out and ride like the trolley and stuff at Magic Kingdom. I didn't realize that until the other day that they had cut the Green Army Men from Toy Story Land, which that's like huge right now. It's a huge draw for people. And that was really cool, but I understand that it draws crowds. So I'm hoping that's something that's going to come back. Um, they've also cut the Festival of the Lion King show, Finding Nemo the Musical, um, the cast members from Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which uh, before we started recording, I was talking to Gina. So now there's nothing in the Stitch building and there's nothing in the Monsters, Inc. building. So you literally enter Tomorrowland and have to go all the way back to the launching pad and behind it is um, Astro Orbiter. But there's no people mover either. So it's a while before you get to something, like you walk a narrow our path before you get to any rides, which is very sad. Um, Beauty and the Beast, the live show, is not coming back. Indiana Jones, Stunt Spectacular, is not coming back. hoop de doo Review, which I never got to see, which I'm sure my daughter's going to tell me because she's told me for the last two years, we should do that, we should do that. And the Jedi Training Academy. So I'm just saying that our hearts and prayers are going out to all these cast members right now. There is, if you Google it, you can find they're collecting money for them because this was their, this was their job. This they is also have a Facebook page. So yeah, it's um, like some of those characters from The Lion King and from Finding Nemo have been there from the very beginning of it opening. And, uh, and the local Orlando News, they interviewed the character that played Nemo and how sad she was not to be playing it anymore. The Facebook page is called Ear for Each Other, as in E-A-R, Mickey Ears. Um, and basically what they do is any cast members that have an itsy um, store or, you know, they make anything to sell, they post it on this and people like us can buy and help um, save them a little bit and give them some money to live off of until they can get their jobs back. So, yeah, I was reading about that, too, because it was thousands of people that they cut this time around. Like, it's the second big cut that Disney made. Um, and it was, of course, I agree with you completely where it was just heartbreaking and, and makes you want to cry and, and get emotional because this is exactly what those people did. And now they are they're probably just totally lost. Um, and it was saying that Disney is they want to hire them back. And there's this like glimmer of hope that maybe eventually they'll get to hire them back on. But right now they they can't, they can't right. do these shows and whether it's because of, of crowds or because they can't afford to do these shows right now or whatever their reasons, they Disney just cannot keep them on. And the problem for these people though, is that they can't just wait around because now that they're not furloughed, they have to do their own insurance. And um, and so they're gonna look for jobs eventually somewhere else. So even if they do want to hire them back, eventually some of these people will have moved on. 
Um, and that will just be really sad for all of those shows that these people have been doing for years and years and years. Well, yeah, because you've got a cast of people that have worked together, even though there's several people that play the different people, you know what I mean? Like they have to trade out, obviously. Right. I, I can't remember how they said they did it. Like they do two shows and then they take a break for two shows or something. Um, if those people get other jobs, then you don't have those backup people. And then somebody else is going to have to learn it. That's not something that can be, you know, you just don't build that chemistry. <laughs> yeah. You, you need that. You need those people that are used to working together in our family. I mean, it's like us doing this, like we're, we all know each other now. We all know how we think and stuff. And so it just makes it easier to work together where if you tried to bring in somebody, it's going to be awkward for a little while just because they haven't been here. They don't know goofy jokes that we say to each other or crazy things, you know? And so, yeah. I'm well, just... I, I think part of it is, like you said, it's um, partly because the, the crowds, you know, they can't have sure. so many people together in a building. And I think it's partly, I, I think honestly, is where Disneyland is not opening. Can you imagine how much money they're losing oh, for no, being shut down for almost millions. It's probably hurting everywhere, not just at Disneyland. Yeah, they're there are hotels and everything who did i don't know i was listening to something maybe it was a youtube video just that it's killing anaheim basically because they count on the tourism and well, they my just cousin don't have it. out there and i'm not sure what kind of business he had but he um, had it open for like five years and he had to close he ended up having to go work for somebody else because he cannot open because of the restrictions there very sad so let's try and shift yeah <laughs> let's shift to some holiday stuff because holidays brighten everyone up so abc has announced their upcoming disney holiday specials for november and december including their reimagined christmas day special on november 30th the disney holiday sing-along is going to air i love me a good old sing-along um it has it's the third in the series of Disney sing-along family specials. Their Christmas parade celebration for this year is going to look a bit different because currently they don't have any parades running. And of course, Disneyland Park is still closed. But ABC says that the show will be reimagined just as everything else has been this year. We're guessing that this means that they're going to highlight some Disney Christmas parades and celebrations of the past, but nothing has really been announced formally as far as that goes. As soon as we have more details, of course, we will get them to you. As you probably know, the parks have been changing their hours from week to week. This week, Disney announced that the four parks will each have an hour added in the morning for the weekend of November 13th through the 15th. Magic Kingdom will open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Epcot will be open 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Hollywood Studios will be open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Animal Kingdom will be open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We also have the hours to the parks through January 16th, 2021. The hours for January will be the Magic Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Epcot, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m., Hollywood Studios, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Animal Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We will continue to keep you posted with the latest park times, but you may want to check them out if you are in Florida because they have been changing from week to week. 
Yeah, there was a day, there was an hour added to one of the parks while we were there. It wasn't a park we were in. I was trying to think. Well, in that week of November the 13th through the 15th um, is the week before Thanksgiving, I think, right? It's or is there uh, one more week? It's mm, the, the weekend before is the 21st and 22nd. That's right. So, But I know that they are already, the parks are already being full on the reservation right. system. The weekends are full for November and December. I hope it's not like that next year because that's a week that I'm going to be there. <laughs> You're going to be all booked and taken care of. It's going to be fine. I hope so. Because we'll be there on um, the 13th because that's Abby's birthday. Very cool. Her 13th birthday. What a good gift. What she wanted. We were going on the cruise that week to celebrate my 40th and her 13th. And she said, Mom, can we leave a day early so that we can go to Magic Kingdom on my birthday? I'm like, sure. Why not? Yes. Absolutely. Celebrate. <laughs> So Disney has added more plexiglass to their rides this week. Rise of the Resistance has added some to the pre-show room. Um, the ride vehicles now have plexiglass between the rows, although some people seem to be seated in their own car. Slinky Dog Dash has plexiglass dividers in the queue as well as the loading zone. This is just Disney trying to be super safe with everything. Um, the People Mover Refurb has been extended big sigh here um the new perspective end date is january 9th 2021 this happens to be the third date that it's been pushed back so we'll just keep attention to that and report you guys as we get new information the liberty bell boat and tom Sawyer's island refurbishments have also been extended to february 28th originally they were set to return in january but disney has pushed this date out too again we'll just update you as we get more information it was yeah vicky i meant to ask you how was it with some of those rides that usually had the pre-shows and don't have them now was it weird so i was trying to think which ones so dinosaur that was weird because angela was being funny mike's rode the dinosaur before but she's like how is he gonna know what we're hunting for and i was like angela he does know but she was just being silly and um but he didn't get to see the one at flight of passage However, they did put us in not the first room where you're standing in your rows, but the second room right before you go in and get on your like banshees or your bikes or whatever they are. Um, we got to see that video. They had us in groups on circles and they were six feet apart so that we could watch that, that video. We just didn't watch the very first one where it said that it lined us up with an avatar. Everything wasn't all clear. So hopefully people knew about the ride before they got there. That was weird. I was trying to think. There was no... It was really weird for Mickey's Magic how they handled that. They had a social distance in the main area when you first come in. And then they waited until they thought there was a reasonable amount of people to run a show. And then they would have you go and you'd stand on different dots. And then they'd send everybody in. And depending on how many people came in, depending on how big your show was, which ours was pretty small. It was probably maybe 10 groups. Um, but they still made us walk all the way down to the end of the row. And I was like, this is dumb. Um, whatever chemicals they're using on the 3D glasses, though, it's causing them to buckle. And I, and I talked about this a little bit when I went la at Christmas time, because we had the same thing at Flight of Passage, Toy Story Midway Mania, which we obviously didn't get to do this time. And 
um, Mickey's Philhar Magic and anything that was 3D. It, it felt like the things were, had a wrinkle in them. So you, they were kind of blurry. It was almost better to take the glasses off. Well, we did notice that the glasses were different at Flight of Passage this time. They're real hard plastic. Um, they don't have the like wiggly, you know what I'm saying? Like the cheap oh, material that usually goes. lenses, yeah. Yes. That's what they have now at Toy Story Mania. At least when we went last October, they had the hard ones. Oh, really? Because ours were still at Christmas. They were still the flimsy. And it, really? looked, it looked like they had either been heated too much because they were wiggly. You could like take them off and see them have wiggles in them. Hmm, um, yeah, ours was hard. Well, that's good. But the ones that they had on Flight of Passage were much better. I didn't have any. There was one scene where I just think it was because I closed my eyes for a second. Because when it does that deep dive, I usually close my eyes to make sure I don't get sick. I'm not one that does get sick, but you just never know. The friendship boats returned on Sunday, November 1st. I'm sorry. I'm so excited about this. So they returned for the Epcot Hollywood Studios, Swan and Dolphin Resorts, Yacht and Beach Club, and the Boardwalk Resorts. We saw the friendship boats running, and we had talked about this last week, how they had been practicing, but we didn't know when they were going to do it. We saw them practicing outside of Magic Kingdom. So we were getting all excited. I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to run this before we get to go, because anybody who knows me knows friendship boats are like one of my favorite things. I thought they were running some of them. Like the ones to Magic Kingdom. That's what I had heard. We didn't see. That's actually what I read on uh, Walt Disney World's. We didn't see any friendship boats being used at all. We saw that they did have, and I don't know if this is normal because I don't usually come from Ticket and Transportation Center, um, but that they had two ferries running at a time. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was the ferries and not the friendship boats. Um, And I, I like how they're social distancing them, but we did think it was weird. We were like, I didn't need to sit down because I have had my surgery, but there were elderly people on that boat that I felt like could have sat down and you cannot sit down on those boats. They have, they have um, taped them off so that you can't sit down those little benches. And I was thinking, what if I would have needed to sit down? I guess I just would have leaned and been okay. That's weird. I mean, you can sit down on all the rides, so why couldn't you sit down on and like at a I guess table? It's, I, guess I guess it's one more person to spray. It. That's yeah. what we were thinking. It's just another cast member to have to spray things off. Um, also on Sunday, the Art of Animation officially reopened to guests. And I saw pictures of it and I actually saw a video on um, YouTube. I don't know if it just because it's been so long since I've seen it or what, but it looked extra sparkling like it was had been refurbed and I know it hasn't, but it looks really ready for people. And of course, the um, cast members were so excited to be greeting guests again, which makes me happy for them, too. That was the one thing is I feel like. I heard, and, and I know Nick said he didn't really hear that, but I felt like that more than anything was that people were really generally happy to see us there. They kept, you know, trying to help us with anything. If they saw us even pause for a moment, they wanted to know if we needed help. And um, especially at Epcot, if you've not been there since all the construction, you may need some help. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's different. If you, when, when Nick and Tim were, um, by the birds that were going mine 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 and i could see the ball behind them i'm like wait a minute no how am i seeing the ball so clearly behind them i've never seen this before blah, blah, blah. it's because how the construction is set up you you're at the orb and then you walk right here and now you're at coral reef and hmm. then around the corner is the it's crazy because it's been so much the other there it's been that way for so long um that you have to like retrain your brain 
kind of crazy. Disneyland Paris had to close again due to a spike in coronavirus cases in France. We've all been talking about that's happening in our areas too. Um, the country's on another two-week lockdown and they're anticipating that they'll be reopened for the holiday season. So they are taking reservations right now for December 19th through January 3rd. This does not guarantee that the park will reopen. They have to wait to see what the government has to say about that. Regardless, and this, I couldn't find anything quickly. So if anybody wants to Google it right now, Disneyland Paris closes from January 4th to February 12th or a short time every year. And so even if they open from December 19th to January 3rd, they'll be closed from January 4th to February 12th. So I didn't know if this was like an, it got so cold there. So that's why they did it or what the reasoning was behind it. I couldn't find something quickly, but I can always check up on that for everybody. That is strange. So the Boardwalk Bakery brought back a seasonal favorite this past week. It's the pumpkin bread. It has cream cheese and sugar topping. And then the Caramel uh, Kusha has brought back some of our favorite fall treats this week. The Reather's Caramel Mickey Marshmallow Wand, which is a Mickey-shaped marshmallow dipped in chocolate and then swirled with, with the Werther's Caramel on top. And then you can get that in milk or dark chocolate. Those are a few, few treats that have been brought back. Looked delicious. We always go in that Werther, Werther's original shop there in Epcot. Oh my gosh, it smells so good in there. Yep, we got some caramel corn. It was delicious. Ugh. So, Epcot's Food and Wine Festival has some new foods that were added this week. A roasted lamb chop comes out of Australia and is served with a mint pesto and potato crunchies. I don't know if I'd like the mint pesto on it, but... I know, but they usually serve mint with lamb is why I think they did it. Oh, really? My mom said oh. that. I don't like lamb, but... <laughs> The Waffle Booth changed up their menu this week. They added the chicken and waffle and the bananas foster waffle. Both look absolutely delicious. And the chicken and waffle comes with bacon and onion jam and a sriracha maple syrup. And the banana fosters is topped with banana fosters and whipped cream. Yum. I still have yet to have chicken and waffles, but I hear it's amazing. I, I haven't had chicken and waffles, but I don't like syrup is part of my problem and i don't like my food to touch i know oh, then chicken just... and waffles is not for you <laughs> but you I'm could one of those weird people <laughs> you could do the chicken and waffles and then when the chicken i mean it would be touching you could just ask them to put it on two separate plates miranda looked like she was grossed out by the thought of chicken and waffles as well a little bit yeah we went to a I, place i just I thought the the same thing. Ew, that sounds gross. And I just hear people rave about it. Have you had it, Vicki? Um, yes, I have. We actually went to the Hash House while we were in Orlando. And we talked about it on the pop-up because we were like, because some people don't stay in the, you know, in the resort area. And that's something that they might want to know. Um, and they're famous for their chicken waffles and some other strange things that they had there. But strange, but just because we haven't eaten them. Right. I think it's a mindset because I always thought it was weird Chick-fil-A for breakfast. And one day I got the Chick-fil-A grilled chicken burrito with eggs. And I have to tell you, it was pretty tasty. And you know, it's I not... do like a chicken biscuit for breakfast. I will eat that. So I think it's just a matter of you not thinking about it being breakfast. Because uh, we had leftover pizza and I didn't want it to go to waste. So I had pizza for breakfast one morning. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about it as another meal. <laughs> I don't want it to go to waste because I'm so cheap. And so I'm eating this pizza so it doesn't get thrown away. So I think this is all you have to think about. 
Well, we're on the topic of food. Vegan lobster was spotted at Disney this week. Rosie's in Hollywood Studios has a toasted lobster roll. The lobster is actually a heart of palm marinated for 48 hours. It is topped with celery, sweet apples, and creamy dressing served with homemade potato chips. The dressing is vegan mayo, dill, lemon juice, and Norwegian seaweed. Now, I am vegetarian personally, and Disney has so many great options for me. So this sounds amazing. <laughs> I thought you had vegan. told me that, but I wasn't sure enough. Yeah, so like this looks great <laughs> in my opinion. There was something that they had the other day. Oh, plant the the pretzels are plant based, which I'm sure you know. The plant pretzels that they serve are plant based, but the cheese dip that they sell is not. So if you're vegetarian, you don't want to do that because it uses dehydrated milk or something. So that would mess up the vegetarian vegan possibilities or something but they were doing a show about what things were safe for vegans um i think on a youtube video actually just so good about all of that yeah and i'm glad because i mean that's what makes people want to come back is that they take the time to meet everybody's needs mm-hmm. think about everyone maria and i <laughs> didn't realize that you um were vegetarian either So in merchandise news, there is new snowflake balloon ears. These were super cool and hard to describe. So you have a light blue headband that was kind of sparkly, but then the ears, and you've seen these already, all of the crystal plastic ears that they have that you can like see through them. Well, then they have light blue Mickey balloons inside of them that light up, you know, like the balloons that you can buy for your kids, only they're on the ears. And then there are white painted snowflakes on the outside of the clear thing but they light up those were pretty cool and we also saw the holiday crocs um interestingly enough the holiday stuff we couldn't find it at down um excuse me at world of disney or the emporium at magic kingdom but we found it in animal kingdom and that's why yeah and that's where i saw these crocs they're like a silver gray and they're lined with red fur and then um mickey like they used to have those i can't think what they were called when you put them in your crocs they look like little buttons that you put in there, but oh, that's not Abby what they're... Oh, what they are. Abby, what are those things you put in your crop? Gibbets, Are they gibbets? Gibbets, yep. That's yes. what they okay. are, They have Mickey gibbets. He's in a Santa cap on either side of them, and then they're decorated with... They actually match one of their spirit jerseys that they have coming out. Like, and some of the things that were on there were like the tiki room that was dressed up for Christmas, the clock from Small World, and the jungle boat, um, jungle cruise boat. So more merchandise in mouse gears. There are two new holiday phone cases. The first one is clear. It has a gingerbread decorated Mickey head on it, along with a Mickey gingerbread boy and a gingerbread castle. The other case features Santa Mickey and all of his friends dressed for Christmas with presents, ornaments, trees, and more. And then they have a a snope machine. It is a snope machine. This was a big thing while we were there. A snow machine. It looks like the bubble one, but this one creates fake snow, like you see on Main Street or at the Trail of Trees at Disney Springs during the holiday um, season. The wand has a white Mickey head with a peppermint candy decorated wand for you to hold. They're super cute. So more holiday stuff. The white snowman spirit jersey is here. Super cute. 
The front has a snowman Mickey on the top left side with a gold Mickey emblem saying established in 1971. Down below, there are snowflakes and castles at the bottom of the shirt. And on the back, Walt Disney World is in gold cursive over the top of a silver castle. Down below, there are snowflakes and castles. It is a really, really pretty shirt. And I definitely have it on my list of for my Christmas. There are several spirit jerseys out for the holiday season. There is a red sweatshirt at the top with a sparkly D, a white Mickey head inside and established 1971, and a variety of Mickey and friends dressed up for the holidays at the bottom half of the shirt. It matches the crock. There is also a forest green spirit jersey that has peppermint stick Walt Disney World letters on the back, and it has black and green plaid at the bottom. Lastly, there is a denim spirit jersey slash hoodie. It is light denim with a pocket in the front and a hood in the back along with Walt Disney World logo in white across the back. That would be up my alley. I love hoodies. Cozy. (laughs) So the most amazing gift is the coconut man that appeared at the Polynesian Resort this week. It is basically a monkey nut. The hollowed-out coconut serves as a storage location for your cup. Peachy Queen princess ears were spotted in Hollywood Studios this week. There are peach sequin ears with a tiny tiara in between. And then Disneyland released a 65th anniversary edition popcorn bucket. They look like the retro popcorn buckets of Disneyland when it opened in 1955. These are really cute. So... Typically, popcorn buckets are these quirky shapes. This one's just a box. It's got light blue. They got the white stripes going through it. And I was super excited because I saw that Mr. Toad had held his little uh, logo up in the corner. So just because I saw Mr. Toad and then BB-8, I'm like, I might need to go and try to get my hands on that. That's what I was going to say. You need to take a little trip to Anaheim. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that's at Downtown Disney and Disneyland because the park is not open. But I was glad that they were at least going to have that because I'm sure they pre-ordered those. Just like a lot of things that are hanging around, like all the 2020 merchandise. It was really sad to see how much 2020 merchandise was left that they're trying. I mean, they always try to get rid of it in October. I know that from when we used to go in October, we could always get that year stuff for a lot cheaper, but it was crazy, crazy, crazy. I was trying to think if I thought of anything. That coconut man thing though, you guys should look at it. It's not something that I would have thought I would have liked, but it was super cute. And um, that makes me feel good that they're still doing stuff at Polynesian, even though they're doing the refurbs, because that will draw people over. I can't wait to see the refurb when they're done. If we get to stay there in October, hopefully they'll be done. That would be awesome. So thank you to Gina and Miranda for joining Stephanie and myself for uh, the magical news from Disney. If you're interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, the Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. 
And join us for Friday's show as we hear about Betsy's surprise Disney trip with her kids in October. You aren't going to miss that one either. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Build the spire. Have a magical day, my friends. is where the magic lives. these days.